have a look at this place. This is one of the greatest golf clubs in Australia, and not many people know about no, it. No, no. Well, so we're at the Box Hill Golf Club, one yeah. of the greatest places. And why are they great, Mark? Why? What are they renowned for? <sighs> the Box Hill Golf Club has the greatest pots of any golf course or club anywhere in the world. And it's for one reason and one reason only. Why is that? Their pipes. The pipes. The pipes. The pipe, they're, they're, just, they're just good pipes. Good copper pipes. And you would That are cold. And and on a Friday night, there would be that you would not find a golf club anywhere in this country that would have a bigger turning out on a Friday night. No, it's the head of the beer too. It's just the yeah. quality of the head. Yeah. It's just a really nice yeah. fluffy top of the beer. And normally I'm a great northern type of guy. Yep. But because we're here at Box Hill... You're having a Carlton today, I'm having a Carlton. And it's not a Shandy Carlton. It's not a Shandy, so things do get loose. We're in Box Hill. Do we know how Box Hill got its name? Is there Is there four hills... That make up like a box? <laughs> is, that, is that how Box Hill got its name? I don't know. It must be a hill that looked like a box at one stage. Yeah, well, let's do some research during the show. Oh, I'm Googling right we now. We might oh, get our you, R&D team onto it. So you know, um, you he's, know I went to school he's using his abacus at the moment. You know, <laughs> I went to school Jeez. over here once upon a time. Really? Yeah, Kingswood College. Really? Yeah. What years? Uh, I was there for grade six and form one back in those days. So that was six years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good, it's a good part of the world. It, it is, is a good. Part. Hang on, R and D department has come back already. That was quick. Uh, well, Google's uh, our friend on this yes. one. Here we go. Why is Box Hill called Box Hill? Yeah. A competition was won by a bloke called Silas Padgham, who was a storekeeper right. and the first postmaster in this area. He had been born in Surrey, England, in a little area called Box Hill. There you go. Thus the name. Right, what about the old days where you used to be able to just plonk on a bit of land and then name it yourself? <laughs> yeah, but see, to me, that's such a waste, right? Well, how did Wangaratti get its name? So this guy who was the postmaster, right? <laughs> yeah. He goes, I've got the keys to naming this suburb. How am I going to do this? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I was born in Box Hill. Oh, what an idiot. What a deal. What a... You know? Yes. What are, what are you like? Come on. You know, what like was his name? Like, what was his name? Uh, Silas Padgham. Yeah. Silas. Come on, Silas. Silas would have been better. Yeah, Silas Hill. How good's that? That would have been sensational. You know, it should have been like, you know, how when Indians get to name something? Yeah, yeah. Two dogs humping or, <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. One of the great jokes of all time. Right? It should have been, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Yeah, a frosty morn. Frosty morning. Just imagine that. Whatever. Let's go to Frosty Morning. <laughs> I yeah. grew up at a place called Fig Tree in Wollongong, and Fig Tree got its name because of what do you think? Because of, there's, there's a, a fig, fig tree. tree. There, was right. a big fa- there was a big famous fig tree. Not anymore, it's gone now. Well, hey, I'll go back to it. Where did Wangaratta get its name? That's a yellow card for you there. So, right. so, what's been going on, Marco? Well, because I, I can see your chest is out. Oh, mate. I can see your chest is out and you've got a sweat coming down your brow. What's, my favorite, what's, what's ruffling your feathers? My favourite segment that we do week after week is civil selfishness. Yes, yes. And I'm sitting on you've the You've taken block. on all councils. I'm you've taken on your neighbours. <laughs> you've taken on everybody. I'm sitting all on... All right, someone's in his sights. I'm sitting on something we've, ginormous. We've got the Bushnell telescopic scope never on taken, someone right now. Never taken on uh, his no. wife, interestingly. Uh, no, oh, no, no Trish. No, 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 no. No, no Do chance. not mess with Trish. Messing with Trish is like, that is dancing with the devil. Right. So... Some of the civil selfishness issues that we've brought up, you know, you, I, I get over them pretty quick. Yeah, you do. 
Not Normally this a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> not this one, mate. Oh, one's hanging on. This one is going to turn into a full-blown investigation. Oh, okay. Staying up at night stalking. I can, I can, the I, whole lot. I can see a text message going to Seb Costello very soon. <laughs> very, very soon. I've got photo evidence to oh. show you and you will oh. not believe it. Of the neighbours? No. Oh, well, okay. it may, it might be, oh, but I'm oh. not sure. Okay. okay, I can't be sure. I'm liking this. So there is selfishness, and then there is selfishness that mankind just can't explain. No. All right. This is this is blatant. This is the most disgraceful piece Ooh. of civil selfishness that you could ever do on this planet. Oh no. On this planet. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I've got to think about this. It's got to have, it's got to have something to do with the car. So. It has to have something to do with the car. No, it's not. Oh. Go- government? No, not government. No. They just, just, you go. Oh, children. You won't even have to think too far outside something the box. Something to do either. with, oh, Box Hill? No. Outside the square, I should have said. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you to won't... do with kids? No, well, it might be. To do with food? But I st- if, if this was a kid who did this, I still want to hunt him down and bash him. Golf okay. course. On the golf no. course. No, this has got to do with animals then. This has got to do with animals. This has got... See, see animals are almost defenceless. So you cannot touch an animal. Well, I'd touch this animal. Oh. I got up on a Sunday morning. Yes, early. Early. Because early. Well, you're not on the source. That's you're, right. You've been off it for a long time now. Taking my kid to sport. Other than when we have one here. And I got to the front door of my car that was parked on the street. Yes. And I almost stood in that. Oh, no. Now, somebody... I took photographic evidence because... That's not just one... When you walk your hippopotamus in the morning (laughs) (laughs) and it shits on your front lawn, you've got to get a shovel out... No, you don't. And just put get the plastic bag. bag. You get your bag. Shovel. Don't walk with it. You well, don't walk with it. This isn't just a little bit of poo. No, no. This, this is not dog poo. No, can we post that? Okay. We will be posting this because. Hey, good shoes you're wearing, too. No, that's my son's oh, shoes. Oh, they're good shoes, though. He's crocs. He's crocs. So crocs. I, I, I told Kelly to the put of. His, <laughs> <laughs> I told Kelly to put his shoe. Just yeah. for scale. To show how big it is. It might because be a baby hippopotamus. There is a, the amount of poo would fill his shoe. Let's have a look one more time. That is one. That's a big dump right there. Now, no, no, I think it's even something different. I reckon that has been placed there. Oh. I reckon it's been placed there. Look. Because if you have a look, there are three going that way and there's three going that way. They've been placed, which means... Oh. Without being a detective and without yeah. going into... Yeah. You know how you bagged your neighbour yeah. a few weeks ago? You reckon it could be? Has he got a dog? I don't know. He lives next door to you. You've got to know if he's got a dog. I don't think he's got a dog. Well, I reckon he's got a mate who's got a dog yeah. and that has been collected and that has been placed on your door. Can I tell you On this? your grass. Oh, yeah, it's, I've jogged my memory. I, I reckon I've had to do this every Sunday morning... Off and on for about a month. How long ago was that episode? That's what it was. It was about a month ago. Because I'm starting to think my neighbour... I reckon your neighbour has placed... Is getting dog poo and putting it on my front lawn. I reckon... Now, it's a disgrace. Now, 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 folks, now, folks, this is the most disgusting thing you can do to a fellow man or woman. Well, that's why we have dog bags. That's so right. if your dog does a, a, a Larry Bird... 
on your grass. <laughs> what you do is you get the plastic bag out, you put your hand inside the plastic That's bag, right. you reach in, you grab it, you yep. then flip it over and you don't touch anything. That's Every, right. Everyone's a winner. You can even find someone else's bit and put it in no, if you like. Well, no, if you tie it up, it doesn't smell anyway. Right. It doesn't matter where put it, it goes. Bin, so, it doesn't so, matter. so you put it in there. That's exactly right. But just to blatantly... No, that's been placed Leave there. one, two, three, four, five, six turds no, but they're big from ones. an animal on my front lawn. But can you see the shape of them? It is so disgusting, I can't believe it. Can you see the shape? Three are going one way, two are the other. Unless the, unless the dog has done a half pirouette halfway through, that, that, is, see, that is a setup. This was done under the cover of darkness. Of course it was. Because you would never, ever do that. If there was, if the sun was up. Have you still got community housing across the road from your place? We do. No one's in <laughs> Have there. Have they got yet. dogs? No, no one's in there yet. It's just right. sitting there. Yeah, waiting. Right. I mean, there we've we've many... only got a housing crisis in this country, <laughs> and they can't put anybody in there. Is there any Larry Birds over on their side? No, there's not. No, this is this is payback. This is planted. This is payback for you getting stuck <laughs> into the nature strip about them cutting your not cutting your side of the grass. Well, that was fair enough, though. This detective work for me, Ox. I just want to know: is this coming from Ox or from no. Sergeant Michael Davis? Sergeant Michael Davis. <laughs> oh, Sergeant Michael <laughs> well, that Davis. Gives him a weight there. Sergeant Michael Davis. All right. So my question to both of you is: I can take this sitting down and just you know put it in my bin and never worry about it again, or I can get even. No, get even. So what would you two do? Because well, you've got to track down the dog, for starters. You've got to track down the well, owner of the dog. What am I going to do? DNA test it? What, what am I going to do? Well, I, I suggest... <laughs> I, look, there's been a fair bit of stuff going on in your street. Uh, First of all, you need is cameras. I think surveillance... You need cameras. Surveillance. You, and not Seb Costello hiding behind a tree surveillance. I mean permanent surveillance. Right. So that every time someone walks past... The camera records. Well, I've got some. Do you know why? Because I've got camera surveillance, but my next-door neighbour has. His name is Fernando. And this is the is good neighbour. Is he on neighbor. the other side? This is the good neighbour. I love okay. Fernando and I love his yeah. family. I'm going to go to the tape and I'm going to find out who this is and I'm going to knock on their door and I'm taking you blokes with me. Oh, yeah, I'm there. Yeah. I'm there. That would be- I, I, I'm and, taking and, you and with me. And bring a bucket full of it yep. and then we'll put it on their doorstep. And what I'll do is I'll just, we'll film, it. It. I'll just film it on my camera. Yep. And I'll go up knocking the door, and you know what I'll do? I'll have some raffle tickets in my hand, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm there to sell raffle tickets or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> something stupid. Cookies and or something. And they'll go, yeah, yeah, come in, yeah, you're selling yeah. raffle tickets? And I go, no, I'm not nah. selling raffle tickets. Nah. I want you to have a look at this. Yeah, Larry Birds. I've got you. <laughs> got you. What do you have to say for yourself, you disgusting human being? And then what he does is he pulls a knife on you. <laughs> Marco, was it a one-off or is this a regular thing? No, I think it's a pattern, Dan. I think it is a pattern. But you haven't seen it. You've had no other evidence that you've seen Larry Birds on your well, front. Not as big as that. I've seen little dribs and drabs that could have been, you know, from a little Shih Tzu or a Chihuahua or something <laughs> like about that. A Shih Tzu. <laughs> but this is Fairdicum Hippopotamus style yeah, too. It's a that's big dog. Or it's a big dog, or it's a dog who's had a big feed. Can you tell what the dog's been eating uh, out of that? Because it, you know, if it's if you can say see that that's a pal. There's no carrots. Could be, two, could be two dogs. Give me, that might explain the difference. It could, it could, uh, could be, be two dogs. Well, it could be two dogs. Uh, <laughs> two dogs. But two dogs don't always do Larry Birds beside each other. That's they right. Let's go and check it out, though. They'd be bum the bum. Oh, yeah, 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 I've never it's seen a two dogs. 
Have you got it? Yep, yep. Is it Rod Cathy? Uh, coffee. Coffee. Oh, God. K O T H E. All right. I can't now, believe your memory for your he's, gambling. It now, is I reckon a he's a pretty good, a pretty good sailor. And <laughs> and so, actually, sort of Ryan hit some real difficulties in one of the big storms. I, I remember they, they might have even capsized in that big infrastructure. In the big one. But it was the year before or the year. I can't remember which year it was, but anyway. 98. So that was when the storm was. That was when the storm was. I think I was 99. I backed him. Okay. All right. right. So we're in the Sydney Harbour. Yes. And you know the only problem is when you have a bet in the Sydney to Hobart. What is it? It's not like a dog race. No. It's not over in 32 seconds. Oh, you're, so you're there for the start. <laughs> I'm there for three days. <laughs> you know, you're prepared. It's like betting on a test match. You know that it's not going to finish quickly, so you've just got to buckle in. Weather and conditions. this is a long-term investment. This is not a short-term you know, Melbourne Cup race over in 3 minutes 30. Yeah. You know, dog race, you know, 501 at the Meadows, yeah. it's over in 29, 27, whatever it is. You've bunkered down. So I know I'm in for the long haul. So I get a Mieski. <laughs> <laughs> it's Boxing Day. Yeah. It's Boxing Day. Well, what else are you going to so do? So well, you'll watch that in the, in the test. That's it. So I'm flicking in between. All right? And I'm thing. Anyway, so in the city of Hobart, you know when they take off. There's four million boats. That's right. There's all the big boys out in front, all the big um, super, yeah. super yacht, the maxis and all those sorts and of things. And the theatre goers watching. And the theatre goers. Then you've got, you know, probably Kerry Packer over here on his boat. Yeah. And you've got, you know, Lloyd Williams over here on this yeah. boat and Kylie Minogue over there on this boat. Yeah. So She was known sailor, Kylie. Oh, one absolutely. of the great sailors. Oh, yeah. One, one of the great mariners we've one, one of the, in this country. One of the greats. <laughs> so they take off. Anyway, about... Seven minutes into the race, you hear the commentators go, oh, there's been an accident. No. Hang on, hang on. There can't be an accident. Not the sword. Seven minutes into the race. (laughs) Not the sword of Orion. The sword of Orion (laughs) has hit a sunfish. It did. It hit a sunfish. Hang on. Sunfish, how how big's a sunfish? Sunfish are about the size of a semi-truck. Are you joking? Sunfish are enormous. Like a whale. Well, it's like a whale, but they, you know what they call them, sunfish, because they sit on top, they sit on top of the water and they sun themselves. Right. That's why I believe they're called sunfish. Oh, enormous. oh look at the size of that sunfish. They're you... enormous. Yeah. That is a whale. That's they're, bigger than a they're whale. huge. Bloody sort of Orion hits a sunfish, <laughs> capsizes in Sydney Harbour. <laughs> and your money's gone. And I've dropped 10 grand. <laughs> uh, not only have I dropped 10 grand, I'm sitting on the couch thinking... I am a bit unlucky. <laughs> I am a bit how, unlucky. How much did you put on it? 10000 Oh, my God. I Back know. in 99. I know. It's like 30000 That was my bonus for winning the best and fairest. Oh, my God. I blame Craig Hutchison. <laughs> he said he'd been for... <laughs> I, I, no, the boat was quick. The, the boat was... I'll tell you how quick the boat was. Oh. It was too quick for the sunfish to get out of the way. The sunfish were just like... <laughs> I'm sure the sunfish sword sort of Orion came. He goes, I've got plenty of time. Oh, no. Sword of Orion's flying. We are absolutely flying out of the harbour. We, we capsized in the harbour. What happened to the fish? Did it die? Oh, of course it, know? Who cares? Who cares about the sunfish? Oh, my God. How many cans in were you at that stage? Half. It was seven minutes. It was seven minutes into the race. Like, I'm literally, it was literally, if it was in the marathon, right? 
marathon and they started the marathon in the stadium. You've gone, we weren't even out of the stadium. You've gone, <laughs> first can, had a <laughs> couple of drinks. I've just dropped in. Wipe your mouth. <laughs> Next thing you know, sort of arrives in it's, the It's like backing Chautauqua and it wouldn't get out of the barrier. <laughs> like that's how – and I should have – right then and there, right then and there I should have thought, time to give it up, young fella. Time to give it up. Oh, but I hang on for God. another six years. Hang on for another six years. <laughs> Do you know the irony of that? That you have drunk more of that beer in front of you right now yeah. here than you had <laughs> watching that race the other day, it was like a, 20 years ago. It was ago. a $10,000 beer. Let's talk about stupid bets. Can't. That that there, mate. And thanks for bringing it up. But so you're a ma- you're a mad punter, right? And that's your stupidest best. I'm not much of a punter, but can I tell you the story about my greatest ever bet? Yes. So I'm at the saloon oh. on a Tuesday night. On a Friday night. Oh, Tuesday night, Melrose night, of on course. A Friday night. Friday night was big on a Friday night. My mate Schroeds and I, we are dominating the pool table. Where's Dunstall? Dunstall's at the front, yeah. sitting on his stool. <laughs> Sucking pots. Done. Right? That's what he did. It's the middle of October. It's not during footy season. <laughs> no, not during footy season. It was race season. Anyway, we ended up playing a couple of jockeys. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Please tell me one was Greek Hall. No. All right. But I can't say the bloke's name because he's already been in trouble for this sort of thing, so I won't All tell right. you his okay. name and please don't try and get it out of me. Okay. All, All right. right. Simon Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> no. It wasn't Simon. Anyway, so we're playing, we're playing, we're playing, and all of a sudden we're the last ones left. We're the last ones left. I, I would never ask a jockey for a tip in my entire life. It just wouldn't even enter my mind. But my dickhead mate does. He's a bad punter. Schroeds. Schroeds is a victim. He's a, he's he's, a desperate. He's a victim of the punt. So he's got in the ear of this bloke. What do you got going tomorrow? Right? And they've just beaten us. They've just tipped us off. We've been on that table for a long time and they've just beaten us and their chest is out. Right? <laughs> These little pigeon-chested blokes <laughs> are getting around. They're, they're, they're so happy with themselves. And he's gone, listen, there's a thing going around tomorrow in Sydney called Princess Dior. It's been trialling the house down and you'll get it at good odds. Oh, my Lord. So we go Uh-oh. home. We've both did you write, up. Did you write Princess Dior down on your, no, on your arm? No, I just remembered it. You've got to do that. Because oh. back then we had no mobile phones. No mobile phones and I was 5,000 bourbon and cokes in. You might have had a coaster. With it, with, no, Princess Dior. But when a jockey of this ilk... Says that in your ear. It's just, it was tattooed in was our Was Damien riding up there that day? Dave! Hey! <laughs> 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 so, we get up, we call each other, not the mobile phone days, yeah, yeah. call the other, you know, whatever the, the numbers were. <laughs> Come on, quick, let's get the paper. Let's see what it's, we'll see what the odds are, right? So we, we, we meet down at our shop, we look it up. Princess Dior in the paper in Sydney was paying $35. Oh, oh. Sort of Orion stuff here. Sort of Orion stuff. So Schroeder knows what to do now. He looks now through Flemington. He goes, hang on, there's another princess here. But it was Princess something else. And we both looked at each other and he goes, he said Princess Dior, didn't he? And he said Sydney, didn't he? And we go, yeah. So he's not this thing. But mind you, you're 30 bourbons in, so you are a little bit hazy. That's right. But this thing in Flemington or wherever it was running was paying like three bucks. And that made more sense to us. But we go, no, no, we heard Princess Dior and we heard Sydney. Yep. So we went to our bank accounts and we raided everything. <laughs> raided. So I had 400 bucks in there. Oh, you were and, fine. And Schroeds had 400 bucks in there. Oh. And we went to the TAB. Yeah, lovely. The first thing it opened. With a ticket. And we go... 
hang on a second, let's not do it now, <laughs> right? Let's wait to the race. So we got, we went all the way there. So then we retreated and we went and had some beers. You got it. Right? Just sitting on this. Anyway, my 400 got eaten away. Had about 300. Oh, no. Yeah, had about 350 left. Oh, no. Schroeder's is about the same. So it's two o'clock and it is time. So we march down the TAB. There's a big line. We push our way through to the front. We yeah. go, bang! 350. Ichi or on the nose? 700 on Princess Dior in Sydney, please. To win. To win. Oh, I love this. This is plums aplenty. Right? Now, normally at, th- at this time when you tell a story like this, it's a great story. But it's not. Princess Dior hit the front and just kept on moving away from the pack and won by 12 lengths. Oh, my Lord. It was the greatest day. Oh, what what, 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 what did it pay? What we, it, pay? It, paid oh! it paid $29. And we knew we were going to win when it turned 20, into the straight. Bucks, roughly. It was <sighs> unbelievable. My goodness me. That's the only time that's ever happened to me. That's it. And normally I'll put 100 on and it comes last. You, you know but when, this one time. You know when you get a tip late yeah. at night? Yeah. In a bar or a club. Yeah. It's really, really important that you get the name right and the city right, which you did. <laughs> which you did. Because I, I remember I had a big day at the races. Yeah, yeah. I was out at night. Yeah. And this is before mobile phones, folks. So you don't yeah. have the ability to be able to just put it in your notes or whatever. Yeah. I was actually, you know where I was. I was yeah. at the ballet. Yes, you were. Bar 20. It was your right? favourite so, place. Favourite place. On a Friday night, <laughs> off season. And I was dancing, <laughs> as, you, as you do. You were dancing at Bar 20? <laughs> yes. Oh, I would, I'd pay money and to I got, see that. And I got a tip. I got a tip off an owner. Right. Who happened to be dancing with me. Right. <laughs> Not with me, but beside me. There's uh, so many questions about this story. All right. All right. So, so he, and he comes from a very big owner's family. Yeah. In fact, his family have trained more Melbourne Cup winners than just about anybody. Oh. Other than Bart. Cavins? Not Bart. Williams? Uh, let's not keep going there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so he gives G'day, me a Nick. tip for a How horse. You, <laughs> he gives me a tip for a horse called Native Jazz, which they oh, own yeah. and train. Now I ha- didn't have a pen, and it was two o'clock in the morning, and I was dancing pretty, pretty good. I was funking around. <laughs> so, what do you think you do? What do you think you do when you get a tip at that time? Well, you, you, well, you didn't have a mobile phone. You, um, did you borrow a pen or something? No, lipstick. I wrote it. I wrote it with lipstick. You got on lipstick my off arm. one of the strippers. On my arm. <laughs> and, wrote, and wrote what? Native jazz. Native jazz. Native jazz. <laughs> I woke up in the morning. I woke up in the morning. And it looked like, it looked like someone had cut my arm off. Oh like it was just God. all red, all up here. But I could just see NJ. Oh, my God. I had to think back, think back, think back. Native jazz. Anyway, Native jazz won the third look of the quaddy that day. And that day. We won yeah, that day I won seven hundred thousand dollars. That was oh, yeah, seven hundred grand. Day. That was the day that, that I won. That I had a big win on the back of that horse, and I only went to the races because I got the tip of that horse. I walked in, ran into a bloke who owned a horse called North Boy. He wins the first leg. Matty yeah. Jazz is second. Royal yeah. Voyager third, and then Sonny peaked the last. And it was just it was a load. Dan, up day. have you seen the movie Let It Ride? No. You have Whoa, not seen the movie Let It Ride. God. What are you doing? What the hell with you? What are you doing? You can't attack me over not seeing a movie. What are you doing, Captain Caveman? This is the greatest single horse racing movie ever made. No, 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 not horse racing. We're talking the greatest life story movie ever made. Richard Dreyfuss. I haven't seen the 
Right. I feel like I'm being hung, drawn and caught. No, you've got some homework. You've got some homework. I'll write it down. Let it ride. Let it ride. One of the greatest shows you'll ever see. Writing it down. This was his. Otherwise, you just said, write the. Put it on your arm. This was Ox's Let It Ride Day. Oh, yeah. Horses are winking at me. He's Let It Ride Day. You'll understand. You'll understand. By the way, if you've got a Let It Ride Day or if you want to tell us about your greatest ever bet, get in touch with our socials. If you've got a great story, we'll or, more than likely get you Or even you un- an unlucky story. Or like, an unlucky story. Like a sunfish story. <laughs> that was stiff. <laughs> that was. I still that blame was. Hutchie for that. I still blame Hutchie. Hey, we've we got a stack to get through yep. still on this program and I believe you will remember last time we spoke with Dan, he told us about eating at the supermarket. Oh, also known as stealing. You will well. not believe the poll result. You won't believe it. Oh, no. How one-sided it was. It's coming up I'm worried. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're having a couple of beers with a couple of blokes. This is Ox and Marco. And when you get a sec, we'd love you to subscribe and rate the podcast. So, uh, should we order another couple of pots? Yep. They are so good here at the Box Hill Golf Club. Georgia. Uh, so we'll wait for Georgia to get here, but I'm having... I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with my northerns. Mine didn't touch the side. I know. I know. And you're so still, cold. And you're still upright, which is, which is a blessing. So you lived here because we were at Ox Hill. Look at... Like, yeah. yeah, there you go. It's unbelievable. The campaign changed the name. We could do that easily. What do you reckon? Yeah, I, uh, I love Box Hill. I used to live around the corner. Do you know, know what? In you know what? Every once in a while I get somebody special to pour beers on a Friday night. Thank you. That night, when you come down, it's will be known as the Ox Hill Golf Club. There we go. That is We've fabulous. We've got to do this. Where's, where's Russell Donovan? Hey, you know we'll who, um, here. He's, who's the manager here? So, so they have the Pro-Am here. When, when's the Pro-Am here? They have it on Derby Day Eve Derby every Day single Eve. year. Yep. And last year they got washed out. Last year they got washed out. What a disgrace. The year before? No, hang on. Last year they got washed out. Yep. And then they got themselves a new date. That's right. They did too. And then they came here on that day yeah. and we saw the biggest rains Melbourne's ever seen. <laughs> Huge. And it almost got washed out again. Oh, it, they actually mate. had to shorten the hole. It was ridiculous. Anyway, the good people here at the Box Hill Golf Club got it done. It's beautiful. beautiful. All right, this poll is important because last week, and Mark, I want you to, you've got oh, the mate, poll results. I've got the results Because right I don't want here. Dan to get his hands on this because Dan actually told us that he steals. Um, oh. Come on. No, well, he doesn't call it stealing. He doesn't call it stealing. So walking into a supermarket, 
grabbing grapes, which you pay by the kilo, but he decides to eat half a bag of that um, grapes, yeah. then goes, checks it out, which means he's only paying for half of what yeah. he's actually eaten. That's right. And he believes that's okay because eating the food to check that it's okay is, in his mind, a good idea. Fair to say, Ox, we will never look at this man the same way ever no, again. No, Never no. again. I feel very attacked His today. name is Gilbert. So, we put a poll up on our socials. Yes. Um, and what's the poll? The question was, is it okay to eat stuff at the supermarket? Uh, the four options you had was go for it, eat away. The odd grape is okay. Not okay, but I've done it. And 100%... No, it's stealing. Okay. Now, this poll makes me shudder a little bit because you and I about both humanity? know. Yes. Yeah. You and I both know, mate, this is stealing. Yeah. If you're eating grapes or a Mars bar. If you're eating anything. Or a piece of chicken. You're, <laughs> you're, a piece of chicken. Oh, well, I wouldn't be surprised with you, thief. Oh, you are stealing. Keith, Keith the thief. From your face, Marco, I reckon this poll is going to fall in my favour. Oh, yeah. Really? Can you just imagine Dan going in with a chicken oh, yeah, leg? Yeah, yeah. A chicken oh, leg yeah, I can. In his face. I can. I can actually imagine it. Oh, right. Have fun. It's, at a, it's the... a wonder he's not walking down the, with the trolley right. having a bowl of cornflakes. Right. Just... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Go for it either way. Yes. 9.4% thought go for it either way. Yeah, well, they're obviously thieves. The odd grape is okay. This one shocks me. 34.4% think the odd grape is okay. You're joking. What the hell's going on? Not okay, but I've done it. Yeah, these are little sneakies that... 6.3%. They're they're the guilty ones. So, So at least they've owned up to their mistakes. This one disgusts me. 100% 100% know it's stealing, exactly 50%. Oh, you would be joking. So that's so, not enough. No, it's not enough. <laughs> it's not enough. So basically 9.4% of the population have said it's okay. Just go and do it. Go man. do it. So you, you would, steal. So nine mates out of 100, you can go and do it. If you add that to with the odd grapes okay and not okay but I've done it, it comes to 50%. Yeah, well, that's right. Oh, thanks, Pythagoras. And that's because disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that's disgraceful that, that people think it's okay. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever, ever eaten a grape in the supermarket? I yes. don't like grapes. Yeah, I have. I have eaten a grape. But what I do, what I do is I prepay and I'm eating them as I'm walking out. I'm not eating them as I'm walking in. And I'm not walking out with a full belly after, after, <laughs> after I've just had a cantaloupe, a watermelon and a, and a roast chook. It's a very suspicious story. Yeah, I'm worried about you. Yeah, anyway, I don't, don't steal. You. Just don't steal. Stop stealing, Dan. Don't steal. Oh, okay. Because that's why the price of food is going through the roof because of blokes like you. Oh, come Next on. thing you'll be letting your dog shit on someone's front lawn. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so man. Jeez. You're a disgrace. Right now, we got some uh, feedback. All right. Uh, well, while you're talking about uh, eating in the supermarkets, Timothy messages, Timothy Felder. Hey, guys, just finished the pod. The bins in there, which you asked about, are for the worker in the produce area to put wilting cabbage leaves, cauliflower leaves and fruit that gets damaged by grubby humans who squeezed it too hard oh, and put it go. back. Remember we asked what the bin was at the... Yeah. Uh, yeah well, thank you, Timothy. Well, That's fantastic. So, so what, is that for, is that for your... Um, 
uh, your mulching or something, is it? I don't know. He's yeah, also well, added. He's also had a little extra part there that I think we don't need to worry about talking about. Great <laughs> <laughs> purpose. Yes. No, no, no. Read it out, please. The bin. They also double as coffins for the corpses of the grape grabbers. <laughs> yeah, there yes, you go. Dan. Well, I think Timothy is a pretty ordinary human. You know, we're just talking about mulch. Oh. You know, I just brought up mulching. Then mm-hmm. you know what is unbelievable for your garden, which I just found out recently. Coffee. Well done. Thank you. So the coffee beans, you know, when you you know you put it in the you know not not the pods, but actually coffee. Yeah, the leftover beans. Yeah, yeah. yeah so the leftover uh, the brown, water's gone through. Brown, you put that into a bag and then put that in your garden. It is unbelievable yeah. for your garden. So if you're a green thumb, go and grab some coffee grind yeah. um, from a coffee shop. They'll give it to you. Yeah. And put it in your garden. Flat white works the best, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you guys were talking about TV shows and movies. You yes. were talking about Jack Ryan. You were talking about Vengeance. That's right. Big Maxie's written in. Jack Ryan's very good. I've also, I've also just watched Manhunt Unabomber, Ooh. which is brilliant. Ooh. And Unforgotten is top-notch. Well, the other, the first one's on my watch list. What, Unabomber one? Yep. Oh, yeah? yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I'll get on to it. Mm-hmm, okay. Jack Ryan's unbelievable. Um, I'm... If you're not listening to this podcast, I've got a good crime podcast if you want a good crime podcast. Which one? Slide the Underworld? No. Which it's one? very close. Anthony Dowsley. Oh, yes. The Devil's Apprentice. Yes. Which has got to do with Bendali Debs and the Silken Miller mm. murders. Yep, it's Un- very good. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like, so good. And Rod Indles, it's the last ever interview he's doing for any... Is that right? Yep, because he's had the biggest blue with Victorian police. Why do you love crime so much? What's your deal? You <laughs> love crime like I love space. Yeah, I grew up in Sunbury. <laughs> <laughs> You're surrounded by it. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I, I find crime fascinating. Yeah, I know you do. Does grape stealing qualify as crime? Oh, mate, I'm yeah. telling you. I've seen blokes shot for less. <laughs> All right? So just watch yourself. Uh, message from Al here, another TV show he's watching, Mr. Inbetween on Binge. Oh, I've seen best that. Best ever. So good. My brother reckons it's the best Have ever. Have you watched it on Fox? No, I haven't watched it at all. <laughs> You're joking. No, my brother. You know that was his first acting job ever. Are you joking? No. He's won, he's won Emmys and won everything. And it's that good. And oh, it's his first it's ever job. And guess who's in it? Brooke Satchwell. Brooke Satchwell. Ooh. Oh! We like Brooke. So he, a bit of a story about that. He tried to sell that in America, but they, the, 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 the streamers and, and production companies over there would only buy it if it was cast with Americans. Right. And he said, no, nah, it's an Australian story. And so I think uh, I think Binge ended up saying, okay, you know what? And the other good thing about it... Filmed it in Sydney. The other wow. good thing about it is Motor Neurons is involved in it. So his brother has motor neurons. Is and it's the first time, I reckon, in a movie I've ever seen someone with motor neurons. Such a good show. Oh, mm-hmm. brilliant show. Come on, Dan, what else you got? More feedback on uh, uh, club songs that you were talking about a couple oh, of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lockie uh, Craven, Lachlan Craven. Yep. Queenscliff Cooters, the full three-verse version is the best by a mile. Queenscliff Cooters? Don't know that one. Do you no. know? It's down, no, it's obviously down at Queenscliff. Yeah, yeah. But so if you co- consider... Is, is that like a cooter boat? Queenscliff, the Cooter boats? Yeah, it'd be Cooter boats. Okay, yeah. It wouldn't be the fish, but uh, I reckon we should get, uh, if he can get us a link. So can we respond to him and see if we can get a link yeah, of the we'll song? Yeah, we'll try and dig it out, yeah. It might yeah. be online somewhere. Yeah. Mark Kirk has said, hey, fellas, love the podcast. Got a couple of songs for you. One from my junior team, Jakarna Footy Club, and he's put oh, a video. Oh, we'll against Jakarna, tough as, tough as old business. It's a good song. Is it? It's a good song. We'll put it on the socials. Right, eh? Uh, and also, uh, uh, my son's team, Sunshine Footy Club, have a ripper. After their club song, they sing Free From Desire. I don't know what that is. Right. But the video's great. Free from desire. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's what the uh, the doggies were singing in their premiership year. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. 
Didn't realize I'm doing a podcast with Bon Jovi. All right, still on footy clubs. Daniel Crawford says, this is about fun club names. Moiston will lower a Pumas, not only the home of footy, Moiston was where the first rules were drawn up, but named after Pumas sightings. Is it Pumas or Pumas? Pumas. Uh, I call them Pumas. Pumas here and Pumas over there. Ah. The USA Army let Puma mascots go after being stationed in the area and ever since Puma sightings would pop up and uh, so the teams uh, went with Pumas. Right, eh? Uh, Michael Shalito, Warilla Gorillas, clearly number one, but an honourable mention to the Maitland Pumpkin Pickers. Look at their logo. Oh, that is so good, the Pumpkin Pickers. So oh, they're standing on so Look good. at that. Yeah, pumpkin. They're standing on a pumpkin. So good. <clears throat> and he's picking. That's so good. Yeah, you guys were talking about tradies a couple of weeks ago about who gets paid the most yeah, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Joe's written in and asked if delivery drivers count as tradies. What do you think? Yes. Yeah, I think they do. Yep. Okay. No worries. They're the bottom of the food chain in relation to tradies, though. Yes. Because it does <laughs> What do you need? A driver's licence. Come on, please. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hang on. Tradies spend four years of their life earning $1.20 an hour to become... Delivery drivers done nothing other than hey. start the car. Hey, hey, they have to know which way is up because a lot of those <laughs> packages are so fragile this way up. Oh, I thought you were talking about the railway. <laughs> <laughs> so those delivery drivers, they've got to be bloody careful. I was, I, some actually, I was talking about that the other day. You know the old railway that we used to use? Yeah, yeah so there's a railway in Sydney. I think it was Gregory's. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Refidex up in Queensland. So, yeah, so my, my mate owned them. My mate, Dean Godfrey, what? owned Melway. Melways? Yeah. Oh, I can remember Godfrey on the books, yeah. Yep, so Dean, so Dean Godfrey... Was the greatest person to go out and have a drink with. Why? Because he'd walk up to a girl and say, uh, uh, G'day, I'm, I'm Dean. And she'd go, G'day, oh, I'm Julie. And Julie and Julie, Julie go, um, I live in Ringwood. And he goes, oh, what street? And she, he'll, she'll say, uh, um, Fred Street. Yeah. And he goes, oh, 27 K4. I <laughs> does not. He knew the lot. He knew every street <laughs> in Melbourne. I'm not joking. How get many how many drinks? Let's I'll get, get, I'll get Dean Godfrey on. on. I'll get Dean, do you want me to get Dean Godfrey on? Oh, he sounds like a stalker. Maybe next no, episode. No, he's... Next episode. I'm going to get Dean Godfrey on. Well, why don't we get him on and test him? We'll give him one right now. Done. I can do that right now. We'll call him. I'm going to call him, but we got to... So we can't set this up. So this has got to be off the cuff. No bullshit. Righto. What street are we going give with Give me again? one of your streets you used to live in, uh, Dan, just to make it so obscure. New Street in Surrey Hills. Right, so okay. Let's, let's that'll go do, that'll do. That'll do. Right. That'll do. That'll do. What's his name? Dean Godfrey. What do you used to call him? Godders. Yeah. <laughs> we used to go. We used to live on live on the edge. <laughs> Come on, Godders. Hello, Mister Schwartz. How are you? Ah, uh, Godders. Hello, mate. Oh, now, now you're on with Marco. Uh, you're on a couple of beers, oh, couple Mark, of weeks. Marco podcasts. Allen. Goddess, I've just heard oh about your goodness. skill, uh, nightclub skill, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm, I hope it's true because if it was, it would have been one of the greatest things you could have ever done back in your day. <laughs> well, I, I did have a few nights out with Dave. Um, we we can't, don't remember all of them, but uh, I tried my yeah, best. But Dean, you, you have, uh, it's your business, you own Melways, uh, or Melway, yeah, I should yeah, say. Yeah. Don't myself put and my, uh, my brothers. Yes, don't no, put uh, myself and my brothers. All right. And yes. what we used to do was go out and find a couple of um, fillies and uh, we would then find out where they live and you would be able to say, well, I reckon I know 
what you are on the Melway because that was the only way we could, you know, you could find <laughs> it. And you used to be able to do it and never, ever, ever got it wrong because you knew it back to front. Oh, you knew every street in Melbourne, I, I, didn't you? I, I did, yes. I, I was pretty good at it. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right. Now, <laughs> now we're going to test, test you. It. Now, this is – now, Dan, I want you to give one of your old addresses right. to Dean and see if he knows it off the top. He now, couldn't still possibly How long has it been since you've actually used the Melway or that mapping system? Has it been like 20 years or something? <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's probably back for myself. No, no, well, we still do it. So so we still produce a book each year. Yep. Um, I'm not as I'm not across it as much as I, I was when I was doing all the researching for it. So Okay. Uh, but that, that was probably 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. All right, here we go. All right, Dan, can you give Dean your an address of one of the old yep. places you used to live in? Okay, Dean. Uh, let's see how good you are. New Street in Surrey Hills. New Street in Surrey Hills. Oh, um, Surrey Hills would be map probably map sixty. Um, okay, I'm thinking up the top there probably uh, something like I'm not sure J J one K one J one just just near, near, near Warragul Riverside Road. It is. I'm sure it's, it's the one that I'm thinking of. <laughs> I just realised the flaw of this question. We have no idea if he's right or not. Well, because we haven't got a Melbourne. Yeah. We're, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna actually well, gonna not, get that back. At the moment, neither do I. Sorry. <laughs> but, but the amazing thing was just how he worked it out. Yeah. So he he knew the map and he he knew the where the street was positioned on that map. Yeah, and then yeah. he would just yeah near Warrigal Road. Right. So yeah, yeah. So, so unreal. Dean, did you end up giving all your? Did you end up doing your mapping to say people like Navman and all them? Uh, no, we, we had a relationship with Navtech, which yep. is one of the, the online providers. Yep. And at the moment, we're still selling, to this day even, um, our data and mapping imagery to the um, Victorian state government. So for all of the, the fireys and the ambos uh, and the police that use it in their cars, um, oh, so we're still doing all that. Yeah. Did, did you ever sell it to so. Google Maps or Apple, you know, what we look at in the car these days or anything like that? I can promise you we tried. <laughs> so, yeah, but no. It, it, it still helps me get to a lot of the golf courses, though. So uh, thanks, boys. <laughs> uh, uh, and just one more thing. Um, map 58, yeah. uh, that's where everyone wanted to live when they were younger, on Map 58. <laughs> you know, it was the South yes. Yarra. The Turak. South Yarra, Turak did sort you, of area. Did, yeah. you, did you ever try and make Map 58 a little bit bigger <laughs> so everyone could get <laughs> like like all the council boundaries that we started to, you know, I, I think Glen Oris now goes out to uh, Nunawading even, so yeah, <laughs> something like in. that, yeah. Goes oh, in. What a skill, uh, Goddess. What a well, skill. That's right. You're, so. you're a good man. We had some big uni, big uni nights together and um, thank we you for did, all the, the old Black Prince. The Black yeah, Prince. Oh, what a place. Yeah, yeah unbelievable. So, Goddess, uh, you're a star, thanks mate. Thanks for the call, boys. We'll talk soon. Enjoy. Bye. Cheers, mate. He's a good all man. Right. So I've got a Melway at home. It's right near my uh, club lock. Uh, what I'll do, what I'll do, is I'll, I'll get that reference checked, and, we'll, and we're going to post it online. I'm going to. So do it he now. said sixty J one or K one. Surely we can just Google Melway sixty page sixty J one Melway. Yeah, it's right. I've got it. I've. It, he's apps. He's right. Where is it? He's right. It's basically planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
actually on the court. It's basically from Canterbury out to Sur- out past Surrey Hills, out to. That's pat, that's map sixty. To Doncaster Road. Oh, that's a joke. He can still do this. So it's so it's in between Canterbury Road, Warrigal Road, Elga Road, and Riversdale. That's Road. right. In that that square. In that square. That's unbelievable. Jeez, he's impressive, mate. What a god! That's why we won drinks. <laughs> yes. That's why you just need someone like Dean Godfrey in your pocket. Hang on a second. You were betting the girls in drinks. You were making girls yes. buy you drinks. Yes. <laughs> It's even better. It was a win-win. Not only did you get a drink, but you found out where they lived. It was a win-win. That is quite outrageous. Hey, listen, just before we go to the joke, I've got one more bit of feedback, which is a really important right. one. Yes. And this is this is from uh, Reg, and he's talking about the tradie thing, right, Yeah. Uh, in terms of who gets paid the most. Reg said, guys, it comes down to whether you're commercial or domestic uh, in trades. I work in the commercial sector, and the trade I'm in is regarded as the best paid for normal hours, a fire sprinkler fitter. Oh, yes. Yes. A fire sprinkler fitter. Yeah. Yep. That's what he's saying. So the the fire sprinklers Com- on the roof. Yeah, commercial, commercial. Right, eh? oh, he's saying they can pay the most. I don't know if he's right or not, but No, I've I've heard the same. Yeah. Right, eh? yeah. There you go. I think I, actually you know who's involved in that in a Who? big way is Brad Green. Are you kidding me? Ex, uh, ex-Melbourne player. Uh, yeah, I think he fixes fire sprinklers. No, no, I think he's... I think he's, he runs the I, operation. Yeah, I think he's running the operation. I don't think he's installing anymore. Right, Time for... Uh, let's, let's, let's spin the wheel. It's time for a joke. You wouldn't believe this. What Don't is it? Do not say it. It's a fire joke. Oh. You're kidding. <laughs> what? Come on. Is it your turn this week? Yeah. This is a real dad joke. Yeah, uh, I got one. I got one. What do you Come call on. a jacket that goes up in flames? A jacket that goes up in flames? I don't know. A blazer. Yes. yes. That's good. Very, very good. Jeez, long episode. We better we better shut down this shop. We'll see you next week. Yep, I ain't gonna miss. <laughs> I'll be here. Great fun today, and Box Hill Golf Club looking out over the course and having a beer or two. Well, there is worse places to be. And thanks to our mates at ENS Trading, they've got a brand new clearance centre in Melbourne on Dandenong Road, Clayton. It's right opposite IKEA. You can't miss it. And it's absolutely worth checking out if you want to save some big dollars on end-of-line stuff, damaged stuff, uh, even if the box is just damaged. It's fantastic. Ox and Marco are back next week and next week back at Box Hill. If you haven't subscribed yet, we'd love you to. Hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple or Google or Spotify, and you'll never miss an episode. Couple of Blokes, Couple of Beers is executive produced by Dan Bradley at Kaizen Media and sound designed by Daryl Misson at loudzebra.com.